Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks, picking it up, let's go. Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds Skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard from with that stock. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to remember the name. We call him Ryder sick and he's spitting fire in mice. Got him out the dryer, he's hot. Found him in Fort Minor with top of the f***ing Nile is porcupine. He's a he's a the type. Women want to be with them rappers. Hope he gets eight years in the making. Patiently waiting to blow. Now the record with your notice taking over the globe. He's the Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right. It is 11.08. Thanks for being with us. We've got a uh, couple of guests coming up here in the next few minutes, so stay with us. We're going to talk to our friends at Warm Memorial in a second, get an update on what's going on with tickets, and then uh, our high school sponsor is going to be with us from Birch Tree, their CEO, Brad Holloway. Now, Wes, I'm told he's a big sports fan. We're going to have to really grill him and see if he is. Okay. All right. Josh Braun. New at Arkansas. Thoughts on the line situation. Certainly an area that we're all focused on. Sam Pittman told us this week that's the area he's the most concerned about mm-hmm. going into the season. I've played in some big games. I've been a part of teams that have played in big games. Uh, so I know the preparation and the attention to detail that goes into uh, playing in and ultimately winning those games. Um, and so I can, I just hope I bring some of that attention to detail to some of the younger guys in the room. Because um, people like, uh, guys like Brady and Bo already know how to play in the SEC West, and so just help mentor these younger guys into becoming the next generation of Razorback offensive linemen. I listened to uh, Sam Pittman's show last night, and Coach Pittman made me feel a little better about the offensive line. He felt like they've found their eight, that they have eight offensive linemen, and that's what they want, a starting five and a a tackle, a guard, and a center. And he feels like with Shambly, the way he's played, he's he's their swing tackle – uh, Tykees Crawford's really come on. He, he played last year, remember, in the Liberty Bowl. He's a good guard, and they felt like the junior college transfer, I forget his name, uh, he's come in, and he's uh, taken over the backup center. And he can also play guard also. <coughs> yep. So anyway, they feel good about their eight. Josh has some experience with Coach from his days in Florida. Uh, here he is talking about Coach being recruited when um, Sam was at Georgia. Throughout the recruiting process, we were very candid with the coaches that were interested in me, um, and they were with us as well. And he said that the only job he would ever leave for is Arkansas. And so <laughs> when it came up that he got the Arkansas job and he left, it wasn't like he... I mean, he told us up front that he that was the only job he'd leave for. I didn't hold any ill will against him. He's living out his dream, and now I'm just thankful that I get to be a part of his dream and help him uh, reach the next level. Now we're all excited for that, too. All right. Very good. 
Ron came from Florida. That's what I thought. Okay. Gator. The way he was saying that, it sounded like he was uh, with him in Georgia. I was like, okay. He was originally right. committed to Georgia and then decommitted when Sam Pittman took the job at How Arkansas. about that? Well, yeah. obviously, he thinks a lot of Sam Pittman then. He, yeah. he said later that if it ever came to a point where he was going to transfer, he knew that he would just he was going to go where Sam Pittman was. Man, that's a pretty big pat on the back for Coach, huh? Tip of the cap, feather in the cap, whatever you want to say. I remember when Coach High Pittman was hired, people started looking at that Georgia <clears throat> offensive line commitment list, mm-hmm. and, and Braum was one of those guys that they were thinking maybe he follows Pittman to Arkansas because Pittman recruited him to Georgia, and instead he went to Florida. I remember that there was kind of a little disappointment with fans that was like, dang, we thought he was going to come here. Yeah. He ended up coming here just a couple years later. Uh, we're going to be coming in droves over uh, to War Memorial Stadium. We're going in droves to War Memorial Stadium coming up one week from Saturday because Arkansas opens its season against Western Carolina at War Memorial Stadium. And from what we understand or we're hearing, sounds like uh, early indications are that ticket sales are going to be pretty darn good. You know the tailgate's going to be off the chain. John Latch joining us from War Memorial Stadium today to talk about that. John, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Doing good. What uh, what would you put your percentage of level of readiness for a game day at today? Pushing ninety nine percent. We're we're getting ready. So that means what you're telling me then you could have a game this Saturday if you had to. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. We're treating this Saturday as a mini Razorback game. Any, so we're, we're, sorry. Any any. Uh, yeah, I guess you got the salt bowl. It is a mini Razorback it game. Is. And unfortunately, in some years, it's probably equal to a Razorback game or surpassed it on occasion. But hopefully not the case this year. What's the what's the heads up on uh, on tickets? We're hearing some good things. So what we heard yesterday, or I'm sorry, Tuesday, was pushing around 40,000. So we're, we're excited. Looking like we're having some good ticket sales. Okay. So that means there's about 12,000, 13,000 tickets left? Uh, that's what, that's, that's yes, uh, believe so. Interesting. Somebody told me they were looking online and there were only a few hundred that they were seeing available. I don't wonder if there's other tickets that are accounted for somewhere. What's the? Do you know what the allotment is to the opposing team? Not that I'm thinking Western Carolina is going to bring a ton no. of people. No, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure how many they pushed out for the the away team. Gotcha. I'm confused now, but. Things have changed. We don't buy tickets at War Memorial anymore, right? Do we go through the Arkansas Razorbacks to get That's tickets? That's correct. So, yes, sir. So you go online through uh, Arkansas uh, Razorback Ticket Office, and then we are going to sell tickets the day of, starting at 1130. Um, okay. Our ticket office is going to open on the uh, north side of the stadium. Now, there's a uh, new policy with the Razorbacks and some of the season ticket holders that the tickets are, you know, uh, on their phone. There, there are very few uh, printed tickets anymore. How are we doing it at War Memorial Stadium uh, for this game? Is that the same way? Yes, sir. Yes, same way. So uh, you'll pull the ticket up on your phone, uh, and then you'll when you get to the gate, uh, you it'll be scanned prior to coming through security. So just... You know, make sure that you have it pulled up before you get close to the stadium because that can always be – you can have trouble with your phone as far as the cellular network. So if you want to have it pulled up on, like, a pull up in your Apple wallet and things like that, I'm not real technical. I've, I've, but uh, it, it's pretty simple to do. I've had people ask, too, about scanners. Are there going to be – is that part of the process for getting in the stadium this year, John? Yes, sir. We uh, have a new – weapon detection scanners that we're going to use it should get people much through much faster it's not even more the metal detecting it's just you walk straight through and uh if there's an issue you know it will let the the uh security know uh but much much quicker input i'm assuming typical with uh clear bag things of that nature yes sir same clear bag policy for the for the Razorback games of Fayetteville uh, applied here at the stadium. Gotcha. Talking to John Lance on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline from over at War Memorial Stadium, getting ready for the ball game a week from Saturday, and of course Salt Bowls this weekend too. So uh, it's a pretty darn good test drive, I would think, for a Razorback game, as you were alluding to earlier. What about tailgating wise, with with everything going on? What's um, what's the situation there? What do people need to know? So. Uh, Tailgating, you can do the general tailgating, general parking on the golf course, as we've done for years. Uh, that is $25, uh, first come uh, day of. So 
as you as you pull up, you just get parked where we have availability. And then we also have reserve tailgating uh, on our website. If you want to go to wmstadium.com, you can get a reserve tailgate spot for $150, and those are pretty good spots. They're, they're between Markham and Fair Park. Uh, we have a few of those left. Um, and then uh, there's large grill tailgating. Unfortunately, I think that one is sold out, but um, those are over around the pavilion. Okay, so wmstadium.com for reserved. And then when for the $25, do you just pay when you get there? How does that work? Yes, sir. Yeah, just pay when you get there. $25 cash. Cash money. No no scan? No uh, credit card? Or cash only. Okay. What about the tickets? We just had that question on our uh, text line. Can you buy tickets with cash or card only? Yes, yeah, so you can buy with cash or card. Okay. Day of. And what about uh, concessions? Cash or card. Cash or card. And are you selling cold beer? Selling real cold beer. Okay. And that's cash or card also. Hot dogs, cold beer, all at the stadium. That's excellent. All right. And plenty of water. Yes, sir. What? Plenty of water. It's going to be 96. I just looked at the long-range forecast. It is, good news is no rain. I don't know how much water goes in beer, but I think there's plenty. 96 yeah. degrees. <laughs> on, we're ordering could be worse? a lot of water. A lot of a water. Lot of water. Okay. And then we're, we're going to have cooling stations on the on the golf course and over in the uh, fan fest area. Uh, so you can go down, go over there, cool down, and uh, get in front of a fan, get you a cold bottle of water. So. John, John, where's the fan fest area and what's going on there? So the fan fest is going to be north of the stadium, uh, between the stadium and Markham. Uh, there's going to be a DJ, some food trucks. Uh, it's going to be a little fun area for kids and stuff to, to get together before the game. And it's uh, right down from the hog walk. So that will be a good spot yeah. before the Razorbacks come in. Any new foods, anything upgraded, anything different at the stadium this year? Uh we are uh, we're keeping all of our same uh, concessions that we had last year. We got some uh, chili cheese nachos. I'm a huge fan of, Ooh. really good. And then uh, I'm pretty partial to our hot dog. We got yeah, a, yeah. we got a really good hot dog here at the stadium. So, okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's all the same. And then we got a um, beer for the Razorback game. We you know we just got a few choices, and we're going to have a local beer. Uh, Love Honey is going to be mm. part of our lineup. So yeah. we're excited. What uh, what do you put on your hot dog, John? Uh, relish. I used to be mayonnaise, but I've I've switched to relish in, in oh. recent days. Only so recent years. Only relish. Only relish. No ketchup. No mustard. Only relish. relish. Yeah, that's right. You're wild, sir. <laughs> I've never heard of anybody that only eats relish. That is crazy talk. Yeah, used to be a mayonnaise. I don't know. Dude. I don't know what's happening. Even weirder. Uh, for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you would have said, I put chocolate frosting on my hot dog, I wouldn't have been any more shocked. That is, I've never heard anybody say that. Although, that would be pretty good, too. <laughs> uh, so, I saw some video. Uh, our Nick Walters came out, not, I guess, last week. They were painting the uh, end zones. How's the stadium looking? It's always exciting every uh, Razorback game year when we start painting the field. It just looks uh, just looks great. And uh, they they just finished it up, so... Um, the end zones, the hog, SECs, everything's on the field. And we're going to have a salt bowl this weekend, then we're going to do a little touch-up next week. Hmm. Any other differences to, or changes to the stadium this year? Uh, we, no. We, you know, For the Razorback game in recent years, we've, we've expanded our perimeter uh, in order to, to accommodate for the beer sales. Um, so with the beer stands, are, the majority of them are outside the perimeter. We'll have a few food, food trucks this year as well in the perimeter, so that would be a nice addition. Um, but everything's essentially the same. Pardon my ignorance. When you say the perimeter, what do you mean? So we expand the perimeter of the stadium. Uh, we One of our, our good sponsors, Fence Brokers, uh, provide us a, a chain link fence that goes around the outside of the stadium. And so we basically expand the, the footprint of the stadium. So the gate that you enter to come into the stadium will be about 150, 200 feet away from the stadium. It'll be inside a secure perimeter. And then we'll have beer stands inside of that and, uh, like I said, food trucks. Gotcha. That's genius. I love that. So, yeah, okay, that's perfect. So you'll have a lot more space for people to operate, move, get food, get drinks, plus all the traditional concession stands inside. And uh, hopefully that creates a little more space for people and a little less crowded on the way in. So that's genius. I like that idea. Is this a new thing? When did you guys start that? Uh, I started a couple years ago. 
think okay. it was 2019 was our first first time we did that. All so. right. I don't know how I missed that. Anyway, yeah, kudos to fence brokers. They're, they're one of our uh, good friends as well, John. Yep. They do great stuff. Oh, they are. They are awesome. John, what's the feeling? We're talking with John Latch over at War Memorial Stadium. What's the feeling with the contract coming towards the end? Are you guys hopeful that something can be worked out to keep Arkansas coming to Little Rock? Yes, sir, we are. We're we're uh, we're hopeful to keep Razorback games here at the stadium. Uh, to us, I mean, the stadium is just uh, such a great part of the fan experience for Central Arkansas fans. Um, I mean, growing up in Little Rock, I mean, that was the War Memorial games were all, always special, um, and I think a lot of Central Arkansas folks feel that way. Uh, we're excited about the next two years, uh, 2024, we have UAPB first game of the year, and then 2025 is the uh, Arkansas State game, um, first game of the year, Arkansas and Arkansas State. Mm-hmm. We are super excited and expect a, a great turnout uh, for that game. Yeah, I would imagine. So, if you were going to put a percentage on it of the contract being extended, you want to give me a percentage? You got a, you got a gut feeling on it? Uh, I'm 100% hopeful. Okay. I'll like take that. that. <laughs> All right. Uh, other than the Salt Bowl, Catholic High, any other events planned, John, in the near future outside of the Razorback game? Yes, sir. Since I've been here in 2017, this is our busiest fall yet. I mean, we, we're the home stadium for Catholic High, home stadium for Lorac Parkview. Uh, we also have several band events. We have uh, McMurray and Birmingham Southern, two out-state colleges that are playing next week. We have Hendricks playing this year. Uh, of course, AAA state championship games. Yeah. Um, and then Catholic and Parkview have been really strong in recent years, so they, they're they running through the playoffs. And we, So it's every week we have a football game here at the stadium. So if you're looking for something to do on a Friday night, even Thursday night, yeah. Um, Take a look at our, our website and our calendar and come on by and watch a, watch a good football game. WMStadium.com. Get your parking set up in advance for reserved, or if you want to pay your 25 bucks when you get over there and take your chances, have at it. And tickets available 1130, you said, on game day, right? Sir, that's correct. All right. Otherwise, get those in advance for the game as well. John, thank you for the time, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you all. You all have a good day. All right. John Lance, all the Brandon Moving and Story Shotline over at War Memorial Stadium. And we are about to uh, welcome our high school sponsor, Dovetail, right into some High school talk. Bring them on in, Dustin. If you're listening out there, yeah, send them on in. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, to our sponsor, Brad Holloway, is the CEO over Birch Tree, which is the sponsor of our high school championship or high school regular season coverage, rather. Yeah, hop in right there and uh, doing it on the fly, baby. Doing it on the fly. It's all good. Brad, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Thanks for having us, buddy. I appreciate you guys. This is exciting and uh, happy to work with you all this fall. Absolutely. We're we're real excited, too, to have an opportunity to, you know, talk a little more about Birch and what we do at, while at the same time supporting, you know, these kids in high school athletics. And it's always been dear to my heart. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited you're, about this. You're a pretty significant, pretty serious, devout sports fan. You could say that for sure. So probably I say one of the highlights of my career was uh, I'm I'm a country boy from Star City, Arkansas, and, and born and raised in uh, um the highlight of my career was being the voice of the Bulldogs for 21 years on Friday night at all the home football games. Okay. So, um, love being around the kids and the program and just believe in what the benefit high school athletics makes to these kids and their lives and building character and all those things. And so, um, yeah, really, really glad to be a part of that and to, to help promote that and then talk a little more about Birch and what we do. Now, I understand you're an athlete yourself. Is that right? Well, I guess you could say that. I'm uh, saying it. You know, back in the late 70s, I played for the legendary coach Jerry White down in Star City. Uh, but, of course, we all played. You know, if you could walk and chew gum at the same time in Star City, you played football, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you just had to. Um, but um, never was big enough to, you know, to – I love football. One of my favorite sports. But I was a baseball guy. I played baseball and played a little college baseball at Harding University. and, and then, But just always loved uh, – you know, athletics and working with these kids, and we developed a, you know, I had girls instead of boys when I was down there, so we didn't have a softball program in Star City. So we developed and started, built fields, and, and I ran that Parks and Rec for a long time on the side mm-hmm. just as a volunteer just because I love being around it and yeah. uh, love being around the, the high school programs. I served on the school board for 21 years, and, and so, you know, being, being just being a part and around the coaches and the kids is 
has always been real significant to me. Yeah. So let's talk about Birch Tree. What what exactly do you guys do? Who do you service? Yeah. So Birch Tree Communities is a nonprofit uh, behavioral health provider. We we serve over 400 members. We call our clients or patients members um, because they're a member of our family. One of the, we're a unique program in the state that accepts most of our referrals from the Arkansas State Hospital. Right. So to give these. Uh, some of these uh, seriously mentally ill adults a chance to come out of the state hospital and to and to progress into their continuum of care from the lowest level of care to independence in the community. So we have sites in have 400 staff, probably 400 members, close to that. Uh, I always go down I-40, Clarksville, uh, Russellville, Conway, Clinton, Mountain View, Newport, Oxford. Um, um, and then in Benton, we have two sites. And then in Malvern, I might have missed one Turner, but anyway, we we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of uh, uh, sites there, a lot of staff that work with this. And it's always other than other than high school sports, uh, other passion of mine has always been, you know, to fight the stigma of mental illness mm-hmm. and to make people more aware that that our members are people just like we are, right? Um, you know, I always say. Um, we're all mentally ill at some point in our life. I mean, anything could happen sure. tomorrow. I yeah. mean, what does that mean? You know, you get a phone call this afternoon or in the next two minutes and get some tragic news or something. Your mental wellness changes. I mean, now, will you recover? Likely. you work through whatever it is, whether it's some kind of tragedy, some kind of whatever. And it's the same thing for our members. Mm-hmm. They have mental illness, but they work through this with the, you know, I used to say 40 years ago, the old institutionalized setting, the old real treatment, uh, even when I started 40 years ago, you know, they were locked away somewhere in the stereotypical institutionalized asylum and given a little Thorazine, that's about all there was, right. and no quality of life whatsoever. Sure. And the advancement of medications, the advancement of therapies, activities, structure to be able to provide a quality of life and and our motto as uh, as a satisfying life in the community for some of the for some of our members is um, is an, another real passion of all of ours. Yeah, Nurse Ratchet gave uh, facilities a bad reputation for a long time. You guys are certainly operating in a little different uh, different different space. So, all these different facilities are you housing folks too, or just treating, or both? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So that that's what makes Birch Tree unique. Okay, so. Um, there's lots of outpatient mental health providers around the state, the community mental health centers and so on and so forth. There's one other program similar to ours up in Jonesboro, uh, uh, but it's a it's what's called a level one locked unit, which is more serious offenders that are on mm-hmm. some kind of court orders that they provide to, you know, about 75 or so. Um, but what we do is, as a matter of fact, we get a lot of referrals from them when some of those members progress and sure. need more so so our group homes are it's really more like people understand it better instead of group homes it's it's more assisted living we're more familiar yeah. with assisted living like sure. you know my mother-in-law's in an assisted living per, uh, place where they, but their staff there but it's it's their own home and we try to deinstitutionalize that and, and stress that you this is your home and it's assisted and some need more assistance than others sure. obviously and so you know um, but um, so yeah, they they live there. Are your different facilities all different sizes? I mean, you have different numbers of all different sizes. Yeah. There may be a four bedroom complex here. There may be a uh, there's a limit. There's a, there's a uh, a limit uh, by by statute that you can't have more than sixteen under one roof. Just yeah. that came out of the own institutionalized setting to keep someone from coming in and just you know throwing up hundred people in there and throwing away the key. Sure, right? I understand. I mean, so so but. So, but it, they'll vary. They all don't have 16, but um, um, just and then they will all come in together to a uh, central program center, many on the same campus where the group homes are mm-hmm. or assisted living homes are, and then they'll have they'll have their breakfast, lunch, and do activities and their therapies and do all things, you know, and work towards many we we transport for jobs and you know for their part-time jobs and try to help them get out in the community and finally you know gain independence out there on their own for folks who might want to utilize your services how do they how do they reach you all yeah so our website um um birchtree.org right is that your birchtree.org 
you call our uh, main number, uh, 501-315-3344. Ask for Sarah Testa, who is our Director of Admissions. Uh, can go online. We've got a referral process. We've got a referral process online that's very easy to fill out. But I would sort of initiate the process with Sarah Testa, our Director of Admissions, uh, and go about it that way. I love it. Okay. Absolutely. Well, um, I hope we're going to be able to get you out to some games, maybe get you up in the booth. I mean, you've got some experience, it sounds like, on a microphone, so you'd be fine, right? No, I promised him, Justin, <clears throat> that he was going to be able to get on the sideline and do his sideline reporting. That's, okay. that's my selling well, point I, to him well, for this. It sounds like his experience is way beyond that. We may have to get him in the booth, like, doing color. You know, I yeah. remember, I've been gone from Star City close to 15 years, right? So things change, but, um, oh, I don't know, five. it was five or six years ago, I went home, you know, it's it's a national holiday in the second week of November in, in Lincoln County. It's deer season, right? right? So I go home to deer hunt during that week, and it happened to be a, a weekend where the Bulldogs are playing on Friday night. So I go out to the, try to go out to the game and see everyone, and they they get me up there, and they let me call a half for the game. So that was it. That was <laughs> really, really cool. Well, so, um, but, you know, as they say in Star City, once a Bulldog, always a Bulldog, and, and – uh, 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 really, still have my still have a lot of family that live down there in in friends. So yeah, um, it's a uh, it's a uh, you know quite exciting. It's time. been a minute since we flew the chopper down there when I was at Channel Seven. It's been a while since I was at Channel Seven, but uh, that was a, that's a great high school environment. It's very City. very good. It's, yeah, it's, you know it's one of those small all, the com, the community's all in. You yep. know, say if you if you're going to rob a bank, do it Ain't on no a Friday night because you can you know just got the run of the town because everybody's at the football game. Are you going to make it to the Arkansas game next week? I will be there. Very good. He's a ticket holder for a long time. That's Enjoyed good. the touchdown club the other day. A great deal, and it was really fun. And, and so, yeah, I've been season, t- season ticket holders for a long time and, and passionate about my Razorbacks. Well, good. Well, listen, I appreciate you guys and uh, looking forward to getting to know a little more about what you all doing. I think, look, regardless of political party, regardless of your walk of life, I think we all agree, you know, mental health is an issue that uh, we as much – uh, help with as we can, and I love what you guys are doing. That's awesome. Absolutely. Appreciate you having us. Yeah. Thank you so much. We'll do it again. I can't wait to hear you in the booth. And let's be honest, <laughs> you're calling a game with uh, with RJ. Oh, well. I mean, bar's not set that high. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He does a great job. You'll have a fun time. I think we've got a good crew out there this year. Also, our newbie, Josh, is going to go out and work the sidelines, so you can hang out with him for sure. Hey, I sat, I sat in the booth at Star City with uh, my old friend James West, who may still be running the scoreboard down there. Yeah. And uh, so, if you, can, if you can do anything with James West, you can do it with anybody. There so. you go. I like right. that. Well, you'll, you'll have no problem. Our guys will take care of you. I appreciate your support. Looking forward to the, the football season. Good deal. Thanks for having us. You bet. All right, uh, we're going to hit a break. We come back. We'll talk to Barrett Salee of CBSSports.com. Stay with us. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. Sports Center. Arkansas football continued practices yesterday. Afterwards, Florida transfer guard Joshua Braun spoke to the media. He talked about being recruited to Georgia by Sam Pittman out of high school. Throughout the recruiting process, we were very candid with the coaches that were interested in me, um, and they were with us as well. And he said that the only job he would ever leave for is Arkansas. And so when it came up that he got the Arkansas job and he left, it wasn't like he'd I mean, he told us up front that he that was the only job he'd leave for. I didn't hold any ill will against him. He's living out his dream, and now I'm just thankful that I get to be a part of his dream and help him uh, reach the next level. Arkansas football is now just nine days away from kicking off their season against Western Carolina at War Memorial Stadium. And the Arkansas Travelers fell to the Wichita wind surge 5-1 to one last night. They'll play again tonight at 7.05. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, Central Arkansas, are you getting piggy with it and ready for some football? Donate blood with Our Blood Institute at Select Mobile Blood Drives August 21st to the 27th for your chance to win one of two grand prize football packages that include a pair of September 2nd Little Rock game tickets, one-night hotel stay, and game day swag. All blood donors will receive a limited edition football-themed T-shirt and a free ticket to Magic Springs. So get out on the gridiron and support your community. Visit obi.org events today. 
Arkansas is sizzling, and Saracen's summer of sports cars continues to keep the heat on with an iconic Camaro convertible from Guatney Chevrolet. This is the last year for Chevy's classic Camaro, and Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win one this Saturday night just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Bell and Sword and Conway has moved to a new larger location. Ah, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Bell and Sword is now located at 1011 Oak Street, a larger selection of everything for men. A Martin Dingman store within a store. More shoes and belts. More of your favorites. Peter Millar, Johnny O, Sachs, Mizzen and Maine, and remember, a tailor on staff. Bell and Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, on Facebook and Instagram. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Get wings the way you want them. Try Twin Peaks wings bone-in breaded, naked, smoked and grilled, or boneless in your favorite saucer rub. If you want sports and entertainment, then you've come to the right place. You're in the zone with Justin Inquiry and Wes Moore. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. If you're paying over 8% interest on your auto loan, stop immediately and contact True Service Community Federal Credit Union. They may be able to lower your rate and your payment. This could possibly knock a year off your note. Give them a shot. See what they can do for you. Improve or upgrade your home with a True Service home equity loan. Get a new pool, new floor, maybe a custom shower. It's still vacation season, and True Service Community Federal Credit Union has a vacation now pay later offer. You can get $3,000 for your trip and 1% off regular rates. This offer is only valid through the end of the month, so you have one more week. Get one of the lowest interest rates in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum Card. No transfer fees, no over-limit fees, no annual fees. Three locations in Little Rock, they're by the butcher shop. In North Little Rock, they're on JFK, and they're on the campus of Hendricks College in Conway. Apply online at trueservice.net. Get pre-approved today. On the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, Barrett Salee standing by from CBSSports.com. Barrett, I apologize for our tardiness, but we had a sponsor in studio, and the uh, people that spend money with us typically get uh, top priority. So we'll, we will not uh, keep you too long, but I appreciate you. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I understand completely. you got to make that money, right? There is no doubt. There is no doubt. I mean, Wes offered to work for free, but the rest of the guys all want to get paid. And so we got to make sure that we've got sponsors. So there's that. Attaboy. Uh, Attaboy. Barrett, it must be zero week because otherwise we would, sure as hell wouldn't be talking about Hawaiian Vanderbilt on a football <laughs> field uh, in a stadium that's not completely built and a, uh, another team that obviously has more important things on its mind probably at this point. But uh, it's finally upon us and we've got some, some games to break down and, and look at and I don't think Vanderbilt's going to be part of the mix. But I will say this. While Clark Lee had some pretty big words at Media Days a couple of years ago, they did achieve a little higher level than I expected last year. Yeah, they did. Uh, Two SEC wins uh, in the month of November. And I think for, you know, a program like Vandy, especially with a first-year coach, I mean, I'm sorry, a a young coach in Clark Lee, um, you know, that's a foundation you need to build off of. And I think sometimes we forget that Clark Lee's new at this. Right, he yeah. did his first head coaching job, and he was thrown into the mix uh, as an SEC head coach. That's not easy to do, and so to get a couple wins in November, that says a lot about the direction of the program. So, you know, we're not going to talk about Vanderbilt much this season. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But it's the fact that they're going to get a chance to show um, show what they can do uh, and show if they have improved. That's that's a big deal in Week Zero, and I think that's. That's what makes Week Zero fun to me is that you get programs that deserve more attention actually get the attention. So I don't necessarily love Notre Dame playing. I don't necessarily love USC playing. I do love the fact that we have some teams that are, you know, worthy of of some uh, of some attention actually getting that attention. Um, you know, more so than they normally would. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to go right to Notre Dame next because this, <laughs> this is a team that is typically overhyped. Obviously, Coach Freeman is now settled in a little bit more than he was before. But this is a team that, a program that typically it seems like is overhyped. And you can add, you know, Texas and a couple of others to that list. 
Do you think Notre Dame deserves where they are, and do you have the kind of expectations that they seem to have for themselves this year? Yeah, I would say they're not overhyped. I think they're properly hyped. Okay. You know, because we're looking at Notre Dame, you know, generally speaking, before the season, before each season, they're, what, ranked 8th to 16th-ish, right? Right. Well, if you're winning 9 to 10 games every year, that's exactly where you should be. Sure. So I don't think that they're they're ever really overrated. I think that's just they're, they're polarizing, which, I, you know, I get it. They're polarizing, but, um, you know... If we're expecting Notre Dame to win a national championship, no. Uh, I don't think anybody's really expecting that. But are we expecting them to contend for the playoff? Yeah, maybe. Maybe Enter November with a shot at the playoff. That's generally what Notre Dame does every single season. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with Sam Hartman, too, because, you know, he was awesome in that slow-match offense, but he's no longer in that. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I think the general consensus around Notre Dame is that it's a very, very good thing and that he's going to ball out this year. I'm excited to see it, and excited to see it against a uh, a team in in Navy that will limit Notre Dame's possession. So mm-hmm. I'm say there's a ton, a ton of pressure on them, but there'll be a little bit. I will say this, and I hadn't spent a lot of time looking at Notre Dame until just now. Their their schedule is filthy. They are playing Ohio yeah, State yeah. at home. They're going to get USC at home, and they play at Clemson in the last regular season game of the year. Hmm. Yikes. They're going to be challenged. I'll tell you what, they get 10 wins this year, they deserve to be in the playoff. Yeah, right. Um, and, and look, that honestly, the, the committee might agree. And at that point, if that does happen, you know, I, I think they deserve the recognition and um, deserve not to be sort of viewed as that perennial over, overhyped team because, again, I mean, I, I think they're properly rated pretty much yeah. every season. Well, okay, sorry, I missed a couple games, too. Notre Dame is going to play Wake Forest, too. They're going to host Wake Forest in the next last week of the That's season. That game. That'll be an interesting uh, matchup there with the former quarterback now calling the shots at Notre Dame and then at Stanford at the end of the year. So, um, do you expect yeah, Stanford. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you expect this move to happen with the ACC? There's a lot of smoke around SMU and, and Stanford and Cal. Uh, yeah, at this point, yeah. I think the ACC, there's a clause in there that gives them – you know, sort of an escalator in terms of annual payment. And it, it sounds like if SMU, Stanford, and Cal will agree to take a reduced price, a reduced revenue tag, which I think it's clear at this point they will and they should, then I don't think it makes sense to, to stay where you are. And, you know, it, it allows Notre Dame to keep its rivalry with Stanford. You know, Cal and Stanford have to stay together anyway because of their rivalry. So, yeah, I think it happens. And, and for SMU, they have been pushing hard to get anywhere. And I think they deserve it because they're a program, like we all know them as, you know, the, the, the stuff with Eric Dickerson back in the day. That's not really what they are. You know, they're a highly endowed program with a massive fan base, a ton of support, and can, I think, be a big draw, mm. especially if the ACC can get into Texas with them in a major, major area in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So. Yeah, I think it'll happen. I'm not sure it'll be anything more than those three. But, you know, I've kind of gone back and forth. But right now, I think because the ACC payout changes, um, then, then yeah, you're going to see both of them. Sticking in Texas, last night, the uh, I guess it was last night, the Big 12 commissioner speaking to uh, some fans <laughs> in Lubbock. Uh, there was shot and some shade at Texas and Oklahoma. <laughs> what do you think of that? I hear you laughing, so what do you think? Oddly refreshing, right? Because, you know, to hear the the commissioner say that he wants Texas to lose, that's generally speaking not what a commissioner is supposed to say. Um, But, you know, in in his case, I mean, he's right. He's right. Um, Again, I I don't think he should have said it because then now you can sort of surmise that the fix is in if Texas starts losing some games in shady ways. So, I think that probably was not the best idea, but, um, you know, I think we all thought it, and to hear him say it is, is quite interesting. Listen, for all the times they've gotten benefits on calls, let's go ahead and hope that maybe the officials are a little biased towards the teams that are sticking around the Big 12 going forward. i got no problem with that. And obviously, as the commissioner, you don't want to see great things for them. They're picked to win the league. Oklahoma's picked second. You want somebody to upset the apple cart. You want Kansas State to Absolutely. rise to the occasion. You want Texas Tech to step up. You know, if you know what would be if, great? If your wife's going to leave Our you big- and you got an agreement where her, all her assets are protected, on the way out the door, you don't want her to win the lottery. Well, and, and you know what? I, and our Big 12 uh, predictions came out today. 
would be great for the Big 12, what if one of the newcomers pushed for the conference title? Mm-hmm. Even just push. Would- I think UCF. Okay. As yeah. fourth, I think, in the conference. All right. If one of those newcomers can contend, that would be awesome for your mark. But would you? How do? How how much would you bet on Iowa State? Nothing. Sorry. Oh, more than the players, or less than their players? <laughs> That's the question. Softball. Too soon. Yeah. No, not really. I mean, you know, it's a it's an ongoing <laughs> saga, isn't it? Do you yes, think? It you, is. Let me ask you this. In all seriousness, do you expect this to become a storyline across? college football because there's one thing I know about young people and a lot of old people they're a little slow to learn even, even yes and from others mistakes <laughs> they can't learn either uh, I don't think this is probably the last time we're going to hear about this oh I don't think so either um, the, the fact that you can do it so easily now you can bet so easily um, yeah you're going to see people get in trouble with this and you know that's not to say that they're throwing games I mean that's that, that's not going to happen the only way you throw games is if Vegas catches you, and Vegas has the most invested anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to take a game off the board like they did with the Alabama baseball game. But, um, you know, young kids trying to get in the mix, make some money, um, sports gambling with maybe some inside information, whether it be their sport or not. Yeah, you're going to see more of it for sure. Yeah. What's it say about that Big 12 commissioner making those statements and how he feels right now? Because you know, we thought the Big 12 conference may be dead, and they've yeah. survived. And, and they're they're doing well. I, I think he's feeling pretty good about himself to be able to come out and say something like that. Yeah, for sure. In fact, on our show on Sunday mornings, uh, Luganville and I have called him Your Mark the Shark because he <laughs> came in and he wanted to do he wanted to change things. He wanted to make sure that his conference is healthy and not just keep it in place. And when Texas and Oklahoma decided to leave, he saw an opportunity uh, because he saw George Klayovkov being sort of passive and said, okay, that's the opposite of what I want to do. I'm going to go make sure that his conference is wrecked and that mine survives. And, I mean, he did a great job, to be honest with you. I think that, obviously, you know, he would have rather kept Texas than Oklahoma, but he's done a great job. He's feeling good about himself. He, I think, has a very attractive league, you know, yeah. basically coast to coast. So um, I'm excited for him, and certainly he is. Uh, he's stealing himself, that's for sure. There are there are a handful of mismatches. You got a couple competitive games the opening weekend. Ohio, San Diego State again. If you're looking for mm-hmm. teams just to make interesting games, Jacksonville State with Rich Rod moving up to the FBS level, hosting UTEP in a game that's a one point line. When you're looking at the mismatches, though, and Arkansas is going to be in that boat, we're not going to talk to you before they kick it off with Western Carolina, Catamounts and Hogs at War Memorial Stadium. What do you look for <laughs> from a team like Arkansas, or what do you what do you look for in a team like USC when they've got a mismatch in their opener? to try to glean something that you might uh, expect to see later on in the season? Well, to me, it's more about, like, what units are great, what units are known, what units have, you know, issues or unknowns. Yep. So, um, you know, for a team like Arkansas, you know, against Western Carolina, what does the defense look like? The, the worst pass defense in the nation last year. I'm not saying you got to go out there and be the, the Legion of Boom like the Seahawks were, but at least be competent. Um, because even a team, you know, an FCS team, that can throw the ball would have to have some success against Arkansas last season. So, you know, it's just, what have you fixed? Have you fixed it? How did you address it? Things like that. Right. You know, I think the same thing with USC, San Diego, uh, San Jose state this weekend. Do you know how to tackle? Right. Like, is that something that has been taught? Because if it has been taught, you're going to see it. And that would be very, very helpful for the USC Trojans this year. Yeah, Arkansas's pass defense couldn't be worse, literally, and USC's defense generally couldn't be a whole lot worse than they were last year, I don't think. But we'll see what it looks like this year because if they can just get a competent defense, obviously they're going to be in the mix, you would think, at the end of the season. Well, think about last year. Liberty, Missouri State, uh, BYU, three of Arkansas's four non-conference games, they threw it all over Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, those were some good offenses. but Missouri State turned out to be not very good. Under Patricia, uh, yeah. they weren't they, they weren't they weren't very good last year. Well, they need to show improvement against Western Carolina. Yeah, for sure. For All sure. right, Kerwin Bell bringing his team to town. So, the former star SEC star trying to score a huge upset. Uh, Barrett, thank right. you for the time. I appreciate it. CBSSports.com. Keep up with all the info and Barrett's uh, good work. We will talk to you in a couple of weeks, and hopefully Arkansas is one to zero. Because if not, uh, I'm going to take the Something rest of the year off. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thank you. Iowa State probably will be too. Probably not. That I'm pretty sure they're not going to win more than two or three games this year if they do that. So we'll see. Same, same. I will bet on it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. See you.
All right, if you're thinking about lunch, Cash is here to help, folks, over in the River Market, CashLittleRock.com. And you can uh, go over there, grab a little lunch today or maybe some dinner tonight. And there is a event going on downtown. You get the, the music under the pavilions tonight. They've got a bluegrass band down there. So if you want to go grab a little dinner, then pop over there. Music starts at 7 tonight. But anyway, 501-850-0265 if you want to book an event there as well. They've got the Bayou Room that can hold 30 folks in a fun contemporary setting. And then upstairs, 150 comfortably. Great for like a wedding rehearsal. It's a great spot to have a holiday gathering. Now, if you're going to do something for the holidays, you might want to get on it ASAP. Again, Cash Little Rock or 501-850-0265. Private dinners and a great place for a date night. But a kind of special event. It's awesome. And they've got valet parking. They've got security on site. A very wide and varied menu, which I really love, too. So, I mean, you can get things from, like, you know, shrimp cocktail and crab claws, and you can get pizza um, or sandwiches. So, I love the fact that they've got a little bit of something for everybody, regardless of what you're hungry for. Cash is a great spot. And if you're going to have an event... You're not going to find a better place downtown. 11.51, we'll come back. We're talking about shirts. Shirts on the other side. Weird tease, admittedly. Stay tuned. We'll tell you all about it. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Tonight at Brewskies, it's sports trivia at 7 p.m. Followed by the best karaoke party in town at 9 p.m. And the party don't stop till 2 a.m. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right. Save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires, service, and straight talk at Big O Tires. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. October the 12th, 1929 was the beginning of big-time college football in the South as Georgia hosted mighty Yale in the first game at Sanford Stadium. The upstart Bulldogs upset the Ivy Bulldogs 15 to nothing. The two football programs were never the same. Yale went back to legacy admissions and skull and bones, and Georgia became football crazy. This year, Georgia is going for three national championships in a row. Whether they get it or not, one thing is certain. It won't be Yale hosting the trophy. They always say that it just means more in the SEC, but they never say that in the Ivy League. It does just mean more at Doublebee's, where you can enjoy some tasty Chester's chicken or some Big Rock pizza. And if you need some cash, all 34 Doublebee's locations have ATMs for your convenience. Doublebee's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is John Neighbors. I want to remind all of you Buzz listeners out there to head over to our social media accounts at 1037 The Buzz on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube as we are now streaming live with video. So not only do you get to hear from our beautiful voices, you also get to see all of our pretty faces for each and every show throughout the day. So be sure to head over to 1037 The Buzz on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter and watch us live each and every day right here on 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Okay, we uh, are up against it here, 11.55. Appreciate Barrett Salee. And 
Talking about tops, I told you it's a weird tease. Holly Saunders has been in the news, and for those of you who don't remember her, she used to be a KTV reporter. She moved on to the Golf Channel, and now she uh, hangs out with Oscar De La Hoya and is starting a topless sports league. Yes, it's almost here. Hooray, I guess. Seems weird. Anyway, Holly did an interview recently talking about it. Experience. We've learned, like, as we've filmed, we've filmed three of them uh, so far. And every time we have 10 different girls, 10 to 12 different girls, just the hottest girls on the Internet, you know, in the adult industry. Just think of your favorite social media models, and we've got them. So we're going to have 10 to 12 different ones every time. And we paired them up together. And in the beginning, we're like, we're going to have this be like a leaderboard, scoreboard kind of deal. And then we learn pretty quickly, like, they're just fun and sexy, and we'd end up laughing. So this is almost like like jackass, but with the sexiest women you've ever seen. So you're going to be horny, and you're going to laugh, and it's just it's unlike it's like unlike anything you've ever seen. No, no, I'm not going to be. And the thing is, this listen, this is absolutely. I'm telling you, I'm being honest from my heart. This is not a I'm a guy on the radio trying not to look like a jerk. This is me being honest. There is absolutely nothing that entertains me less as a thought than women run around topless and competing with each other. I could not possibly care less. Like lingerie football. Nobody was watching. I do not care at all. This is the dumbest idea when it comes to sports I have ever heard. And I've seen some pretty dumb things in sports lately. This is as dumb a thing as I've ever... I have zero interest, zero interest in watching topless women compete at anything. Any more than I want to watch pantsless men yeah, compete at anything. If you want to see a topless woman, there's, there's a million places. Yeah, there's Google. Dumb. And he, and he had to pay for this. I hope she loses her ass on this idea. And again, because it's offensive, yes. Also because it's just dumb. And I wish dumb things would quit becoming popular. It happens all too often. It's offensive because of its stupidity, not because of its nudity. Put that down as a there quote. You know what I'm saying? Uh, speaking of shirts, Keith Hernandez did not forget a shirt at a recent Mets broadcast. He just forgot the right shirt. And any of us who have been branded, Wes is looking good in his buzz shirt today. You wearing a buzz shirt? I am. Christian's looking good in his buzz shirt today. I did not bring the logo. I could have easily taped a buzz logo on my shirt today. That's basically what Keith Hernandez had to do. Welcome to St. Louis. Gary Cohen, Keith Hernandez with you tonight as the Mets play game three of their four-game series against the Cardinals. And before we're talking about the game tonight, we've got to talk about the elephant in the room. Keith's shirt. You know, we haven't been on Pix 11 for a couple of weeks, so I know that your Pix 11 shirt is not in the laundry. What happened? And I was telling everybody, remember, we got two games in St. Louis, so we got to bring your Pix shirts. And what do I do? I leave it in my hotel room. And I'm just a dunderhead. I, this is the second time I've done it in 18 years. It's being retrieved right now, but in the meantime, our stage manager, Nancy Smith, did some great handiwork to replicate the Pix 11 logo. Oh, so boy. So try to keep your eyes off Keith's shirt as we tell you about Jeff McNeil. Here's my thing. If I own Pix 11, I'm not really that worried about Keith Hernandez. Now, now if he's wearing a competing station on there, maybe, but... Like Pix 12, yeah. Pix 12, right. I don't know. It just seemed weird to me. And by the way, I'm not an anti-Holly Saunders. I'm sad with what's happened to her. Obviously, she's happy with what she's doing. Um, but I just don't like what's become of her. I used to have a lot of respect for her when she lived here. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You 